Hello, welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. We are post two-part episode with Marissa Lawton, which was wonderful, but today it is back to Cindy and I just chatting away about it all. And do we have a lot to chat about? <laughs> we have so much. It's, I mean, this could, this could be a two-part episode. I mean, honestly, yes, it probably could be, and I wouldn't be mad at it. I'd actually be really happy. Me. Me neither, but we're going to try and keep it in one. Um, rapid fire this. There are so many things I feel like right now that I'm just like hyper we, fixated on. Can we talk about the elephant in the room though? Which one? Which one? Which um, one? The, the threads. I'm sorry. That really yes! like, we have to talk about that first and foremost because yes. I have never, I, post, I posted this to my thread. I have never felt older in my life than when I woke up today, July yeah. 6th of 2023. And- everyone is posting about this app and all these things and all this stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what did I miss? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't understand. And I have never felt older and needed a drink like immediately upon waking, <laughs> although I did not drink, but insane. Anyways, um, let's hear your no. thoughts from the social media expert. Thank God I we have you understand. on this podcast to help all of us. So AKA my- me, I need the help. <laughs> So I like initially saw it and I was confused by it. I was like, okay, is this a new like application within Instagram? Like what the F is this? Cause it literally came out out of nowhere. Like they didn't announce it, like nothing. They just launched it. So at first I was like, and this keep in mind in my brain last night, this was all in a five minute span that I had these train of thoughts. Like my initial thought was like, great another social media platform that like just isn't going to go anywhere like Mm -hmm. awesome like we need another one of those and then I started actually looking at it and looking at the amount of people signing up and the traffic like just organic traffic it was getting and I was like oh no this isn't just a fad within the first two hours five million people signed up overnight 25 million people signed up for it now at like literally just 24 hours in, and I do think that this is going to dip and fade just as it like becomes normalized and you're like, oh, I'm going to open Instagram, then I'm going to open threads, then I'm going to open TikTok, like whatever you use. Um, The time spent on threads over the last 24 hours is already higher than the time that people are spending on Instagram. What? So yes. So I think that there's a, personally, I think there's a couple of things here and um, I don't, obviously I don't know everything there is to know about it because it literally just launched, but I think Instagram, you know, and we've talked about this on the podcast before Instagram has become very divisive. It's very challenging to have conversations. There's a lot of censorship going on um, from the app itself some of it warranted, some of it unwarranted. And I think people were just getting like sick of it. So they were moving to all of these other kind of like fringy niche platforms. And Instagram was starting to lose that like time spent and engagement and like the conversation that used to happen on Instagram. It's rare now that like you look at somebody's Instagram posts, you know, and they have 10,000 followers and a hundred comments on their post, right? Like you're lucky now if like number one, people see your content without boosting it. And number two, if people are interacting with your content. Um, so I think threads is a great solution to that because it's purely like text and conversation based. Like what's going to perform really, really well on threads. It's memes. It's like stupid shit. There's no other way to put it. It's like stupid shit. It's going to be prompts. So it's going to be people asking, like, if you're a health food account, like, you know, what's your favorite seasonal vegetable or like whatever. Um, And it's going to be like facts and statistics and new information. Like I could see a lot of like breaking news being broken on threads because you're already then like in the mix of the conversation. Um, And then what I find the most interesting about threads for a lot of different reasons is it's like literally the brand identity is like slightly unhinged. And I'm not even be like being dramatic about it. It's like brands are full on just like unhinged, like Wendy's crazy. So, so freaking funny. Like they tweeted their first or sorry, their first thread. All they said were cheeseburgers. And then they were like, we decided we're calling these threats. Get on board or get out of the way. 
And then like later in the day, they literally just tweeted mid Donald, like McDonald's, but mid Donald's. Oh <laughs> like, God. oh, it's only mid. Um, it just, it's crazy. It's so funny. And then they tweeted, this is last one I'll share, but they threaded, it was a photo of a McDonald's like delivery truck. And they just like sub quoted the photo and they just said, is this a garbage truck? <laughs> But like literally brands are just completely unhinged. Like it's crazy. But I think that's what people are like missing on Instagram. Instagram is so filtered and it's so curated and it's so calculated that like nothing feels organic anymore. And like when you look at Instagram, it's like the least curated accounts get the highest engagement now. Mm. Where And like I think they're basically just taking that whole concept and like moving it to threads and my speculation is that they didn't announce that they were going to release it because I think they just took advantage of Elon Musk, you know, basically making Twitter shitstorm and limiting yeah. people were so angry this week about him limiting the amount of tweets you can read that I think they were just like, fuck it, we're going to launch this because there's not there's still bugs with the app. Like, mm-hmm. it's still not exactly user friendly, but I think they just like saw an opportunity and they took it. Um. So I personally really, really like it because I love chatting with people online and I love that like I'm somebody I have 5 million thoughts in a day as I think like probably most of us are that like listen to this podcast and like having an outlet to like brain dump on things to other people that are like interested in those niches I think is actually really, really nice for a lot of reasons. Um, So yeah, and I mean also like on what other app like I'm already at 300 followers. I didn't download this app till 11 p.m. last night. I saw you were between like three and 400 followers. Yeah, already. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, like I've the, been on it. I spent some time at this morning. Is like rapidly going. I think is really interesting, and I think they also were so smart about. It's the first app that's just like migrated followers over, so mm. like content creators are more likely to join it because there's not the fear of like starting from scratch. So, Mm -hmm. so far, that's like my brained up on threads. I think it's a really great tool. I think it's a great tool for content creators. I think it's a great tool for social listening. I think it's a great tool for um, businesses and brands and small businesses. Um, Like it's not something that I would be overly stressed about, but it is definitely something I would be joining and that I would be active on because I do think it's here to stay. And I do think it's going to drive a lot of conversation. Like, I don't think that it's going to be an app for like, if a brand is looking for sales of like a product or like, I don't think it's going to be an app that drives sales, but I think it's going to be an app that drives like brand awareness and conversation about products, which is important. So I okay, love so it. Here's, I'm, I'm going to ask it. the dumb question because that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm old now as I announced to the world today. Yes. I've never felt older in my life as I do today. Um, so how, how do you think this app is going to differentiate itself from the bluebird from Twitter? I think people are fucking over Twitter. I honestly think people, so there's two things that are interesting. And so I was reading today on, um, because it's basically the same thing, by the way, I was never really yes. on Twitter. Like every time I try and log in, it would like kick me out and I have to reset my password. Like literally, cause I would go yes. on it once, like every six months. Cause I was just annoyed yeah. by it and didn't love it. And yeah. it got really political, really fast and very divisive. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, one, how is this going to differentiate itself from Twitter Two. Like, how are they going to prevent themselves from becoming that exact same thing? Like mm-hmm. all the things that we hate about Twitter. I mean, besides what mm-hmm. Elon Musk is doing, because like, I feel like that's just a product of all the fact that Twitter is so divisive right now. Like he's yeah. trying to do things to regulate that, but it's too big. It's too much. And it's, you yeah. can't, you can't, like, you it's can't, too you far can't gone. wrangle it. It's too far gone. Exactly. Thank yeah, you. But like, how, but how do you prevent this from following that same like path? in 10 so years or five years or the first thing that I thought was really interesting about this and that like digital strategists are starting to put together as they're mm-hmm. now like being forced to like rapidly develop a strategy for threads is mm-hmm. the person that is using Twitter is not the person that's using threads a lot okay. of the people that are joining threads are people that are active on Instagram they're not actually active on Twitter and it's because they want to stay out of that divisiveness and that shit show 
Mm-hmm. So it's a completely different audience. I do think that we're going to see people migrating over from Twitter. And I think it'll fall into like two different buckets. I think there's going to be people that cross post, like whatever they post to Twitter, they're going to post to threads. And I don't know how successful those people are going to be on threads. And then I think the second bucket is going to be the people from Twitter that are coming over that are more like meme accounts, like shit posting accounts, like stuff that falls into that category that like for better or worse, is just like really popular right now. Um, and those I think will do well, but I think it's because they're going to have a new demographic following them on threads and it's going to be different than the one on Twitter. Okay. Um, so just like the target demographic isn't the same, even though they're mm-hmm. a very similar product, it just is like, they've done a good job in launching threads of differentiating, differentiating the brand identity from it. Um, and then I also, like I said, I just think people are so sick of Twitter and so sick of the yeah. issues with Elon Musk and, um, like the ramifications that he puts in and the back and forth between like, you know, having to pay to have a verified account. Now you have to pay to see more than 300, you know, tweets a day, like whatever people are over it. They want it to be easy. Um, And then the other part two of your question, which was how do we prevent it from ending up like Twitter? I don't know if we can, I think it's going to depend on how they regulate the app. Um, And then I also think it's just going to depend on like human nature. And Mm. I don't know, like, I'm very curious to see if certain demographics move over to the Threads app and how they utilize it. Because I think certain demographics don't like to be challenged on their ideologies. And it's very easy to do on Threads because it's literally just a thread of comments. Um, or they're going to join and it's going to just become like another echo chamber for them. But the good thing is at least like based off of what I've seen with threads so far, it's like, it shows you content that you're interested in. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that you're going to run into a lot of like, if you, you know, are super on one side of things and somebody's super on the other side of things, like, I don't think there's going to be a lot of like cross-pollination there I think that will kind of stay within its own like owned community but I honestly god I really just think it depends on like human nature I don't know if there's anything that like can really be done unless Instagram comes in and they're like we're gonna ban you know all of these words where like if you post this it gets deleted and like which they're not you know gonna do and I don't necessarily blame them for that um but I do think that Instagram is just a little bit more like censored as of right now than threads, Mm. but you know, in like a good and bad way. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah. Another thing is like, I feel like we just keep like reinventing the wheel, like, and we're just copying one thing from another thing from another thing. And Oh, for sure. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm just making a comment. And I, I I mean, I truly like, I mean, I guess there's nothing you can do to stop it, but I'm also like, like internally, I'm like, do I want to support something like this? But then I'm like, well, I never really supported Twitter in the first place. I don't feel like I'm like, cause for all the reasons we just stated, like, so I don't really feel like that was ever for me. So this is the first time I'm engaging in my followers or my community is ever going to engage with me in this type of way. And I kind of feel like they're going to like this or I'm just not going to do something like that. Like this form of media might just not be for me, but I've never really tried it because I don't like Twitter and definitely sounds like I would not like Twitter today. And um, so, yeah, so I don't know. It'll be very interesting. I want to make a quick comment about the 25 million, blah, 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 people, users, whatever. I kind of feel like it's not fair to compare like the initial launch of even something as recent as like TikTok, which is like four or five years ago, however long it's been around with this type of thing, because now everyone is so savvy and so like social media driven that I think, I mean, I'm exaggerating here, but I could launch a random app like and get the power of Instagram behind it. And it would also have 25 million things, but you know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of where we are today. Like, I kind of feel like that's how a lot of things are going to launch. Yeah. Yeah. It's I just norm. wonder if it's going to stick or is it going to be like Clubhouse, which like, I don't know about you, but no one uses that anymore. Like I used it no. once or twice and then I stopped. So 
Yeah, and like Clubhouse, I liked it at first, but like once I understood it, I was like, I don't think this is going to last. And then same thing, there was like a competitor to TikTok that went bankrupt. Yeah. And I don't remember what the name was. And then right now there's also Lemon 8, which I find super, super interesting. I think I want to say they have like five or 10 million users or like it's Hmm. not as big of like a thing, but it's... I'm on it. I've never posted anything. I just like follow a bunch of stuff and like look at the for you page because I just find it like super interesting. But uh, as like a concept, because um, it's almost like an app version of like a blog. Hmm. Um, but with threads, I do think it'll stick, and I think it'll stick for two reasons. Number one, because it's just automatically connected to Instagram. Yeah. Um, and number it's filling two, a void. It's yes. filling a void. well that's exactly like number two I think it's filling the void of like quote-unquote like real human interaction like Mm. quote-unquote real human conversations and Mm. the conversation piece that used to take place on Instagram whereas now like Instagram it's culturally it's strange for many many reasons but there's this attitude of like oh I'm not gonna comment on so-and-so's things or I'm not gonna you know respond back if people call like I'm too cool or like you know what I mean it's just Mm -hmm. like this is what it's created and then that's why we end up with like 50 million platforms to join um yeah but anyway so I mean I personally think it's here to stay you joined this morning you just hit 426 followers um so I do, I think people are interested in it. And I think rather than like people looking at it as like, oh my God, I have like one more thing to join or like, you know, is it going to be divisive or whatever it is? Like make it whatever you want it to be. Yeah. If you want it to be a brain dump, let it be a brain dump. If you want to yeah. post stupid memes that you don't want to share on Instagram, post stupid memes. Yeah. If you want to create conversation. I personally think it's a great tool for conversation. Like that's why I'm super excited about it. Um, even for like not the not slightly spiritual you. community. I could, yeah, we definitely should do something for slightly spiritual community. But I'm not yeah. you, I couldn't figure out how to post a meme on this thing earlier today or like a GIF or yeah. GIF or whatever the heck they're called. I was like, I couldn't figure it out. So I also have to do a little I can, bit of like. I can show you. Yeah, I'm sad. I'm, it's sad. I'm telling you, I've never felt older than I have today. So <laughs> I'm going to go drink after this. The end. It's Thursday. Well, we, we shall see. We shall see. have a cocktail tonight. We will see. Um, yeah, I'm curious, like anybody who's joined it on here, like if you have any thoughts, I would just like, I am obsessed with talking about this right now. Um, I had an hour client call this morning where like literally I talked about this for an hour and I got to tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed myself thoroughly. I'm <laughs> like, I, I will talk to anybody who will listen. It reminds, honest to God, it reminds me of, and this kind of takes us into our next topic, but like there were all of those memes over 4th of July where it was like, it was like me talking about Kyle and Mauricio to anyone who will listen. Now that's me with yeah. threads. Threads, that yes, I know. up until yesterday yeah. and now I've moved to threads and then I'm sure okay. I'll move back to Kyle. <laughs> I was going to say, we can we talk about them, please? Oh my God, yes. Okay, because that's yes. the other big conversation. So to catch everyone up, Kyle Richards and Mauricio, her husband, they... Well, news broke, I'll put it that way, that they were getting divorced. And they're on The Real Housewives of OC. Is that OC? Or Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Hills. Sorry, Beverly Hills. My bad. I don't know my housewives. Don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger, guys. Okay. Um, Beverly Hills. And they have always been like, we always, everyone always said like they were going to be the ones to break the Bravo curse and not get divorced. Because a lot of the people who go on the Housewives show that Mm -hmm. are married end up getting divorced or they end up leaving the Mm -hmm. show because it's too hard in the marriage and then they're not part of it. Like very few couples make it through being on the show and staying together and staying on the show. Okay. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know the statistics, but it's a known thing, the Bravo curse. Okay. So it was announced. I think it was the day over the weekend, day before, like the first or second of July or something like that, that they were getting divorced and then immediately like within 24 hours they both responded and posted the same message in black and white on their instagram pages or social media pages Mm -hmm. that was like this news that came out about us is incorrect or false like anything that you're hearing on this narrative is not true like we're good Mm -hmm. we've had a rough year they admitted they had a rough year 
but we're still together. And they're like, please let us have our privacy and stop spreading. But we want you to stop spreading this narrative because it's not true. Mm-hmm. And then all I kept seeing was how they were still getting divorced because nobody was going back to take that off their socials yet. So I kept, I keep getting stuff on social about they're still getting divorced, but it's from like well, two days ago or three days ago now. And then, so. Do you and know a psychic predicted really... it forever, like forever ago, but continue. Yes. What I thought was interesting about the whole Kyle and Moria show thing, once again, from like a PR media standpoint is typically like, if you're a publicist, you kind of know, like there's these hierarchy of magazines, right? And Mm -hmm. like these kind of like trashy celeb magazines, like Us Weekly and OK and like whatever. And like I sometimes put People Magazine into that category. Mm -hmm. Typically, People Magazine is viewed as like if they print it, it's true. And like 98% of the time, like they're right, right? Like they actually Mm -hmm. have good sources. They're vetting their sources, whatever. It's not like Us Weekly or OK where they're just printing Joe Schmo, whatever. whatever. Mm -hmm. So I didn't believe it until People Magazine said that they had an exclusive and they were getting a divorce. And then I was like, okay, it must be true because they have the exclusive. And then it was weird. Like later that day, I finally sat and I read the article and I was like, okay, nowhere here is there a statement from Kyle, from Mauricio, or from their publicist or representative. So then I was like, I don't know if this is actually true or not. And I started to question it. Like, are they, aren't they? And then they disputed it later that day after Ma- after People Magazine announced quote their exclusive quote unquote. So I just thought that that was interesting as like a part of this whole thing too. Um, and such a good lesson in like, do your own research and don't believe everything you read and so on and blah, 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 blah. And, um yeah, but I mean the the chokehold that this has had on everybody is just crazy. It's for me, it's yeah. like this. It's the it's Beverly Hills, Kyle and Mauricio has a chokehold on me. The Margot Robbie outfits for the Barbie movie that she's been doing all her press appearances on total chokehold. Can't I can't the grasp has not loosened and now threads. Like that's my brain. I don't I don't know. Um <laughs> I would add but anyway. I would take out Margot Robbie and I would add in my move is not is taking my brain yeah. threads and yeah Kyle and Mauricio because I was like doing all this stuff and I was like tuning in and I'm like because I kind of like to see if I like can predict yes. that stuff um yeah. so I like to tune in and kind of see if I can but I so the other thing that was fascinating was like this psychic said to her um that he said that Marisa would, this is like years ago, would never be able to fulfill her. And that yes. there's, she didn't really see them working out in the long term. I think this was like 10, 11 years ago, I believe, based on like, yes, because they interviewed her. Of course, and Miranda her was like, well, what are you predicting? Blah, blah, blah. And then there's the whole thing with the, is it Megan, the woman who's like, um, who's the it's person more, she's seen? I think out? it's Morgan because she Morgan, lives in Nashville. Sorry. Yes. And they've been photographed so, together with Kyle. So then yes. people are saying, oh, is she like, that's why she's never been fulfilled in yes. her marriage because she's actually bisexual. lespian or bisexual yeah. or whatever, yeah. which again, we're not judging. I don't like, I don't, yeah. this is no, great. I don't whatever you want to do, you can yeah. do. So I don't, we don't care. Um, totally. Yeah. And also want you to be happy. Like if that's what you want to do, yes. then that's amazing. Like uh, whatever. Yes. And then I'm like, totally. are they having open marriage? Like, is he letting her go explore this? And I'm yeah. just like, I have all these questions. I have all these questions. Yeah. I have just said so much. I, I'm not going to lie. When I went back and watched the interview with Kyle Richards after the, um, psychic said that to her and they said, what do you think? And she's like, look at my husband. How, why would, why would anyone say that about us? And in yeah. my head, I was like, alarm bells were going off. I was like, you're not answering the question. Mm-hmm. You're not like defending him in a way that makes me feel like you un- without a shadow of a doubt mm-hmm. know this is your forever person you're mm-hmm. just saying like well who would think that looking at him that that that's not yeah. like the same thing so that was the only thing but she was in an interview room and this was 10 11 years ago I'm like lord yeah. knows like how it could be you know yeah. whatever but I was like hmm I'll just say this I don't actually think they're separate or divorced or if they are they're wanting to break it on their own but I really feel like yeah. at this point like you shouldn't have then said you're not. And then you are yes. like, I, I don't know. Like, so I don't think they would do that. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. For the most part. Um, I'm curious, like, so when I went, it's funny because I remember watching that episode like live with that medium and thinking to myself, because they kind of like presented the medium I feel like unhinged is just like the episode of, or like the word of the episode. I, I, that's the theme, I guess. Um, they presented her as being like, kind of like unhinged with like her vape pen and like how like vicious she was with them, which is obviously like not how it is to be a spiritual medium. No, um, no. But I will say sometimes I feel like come across harsher than I mean to. So like yeah, maybe they were trying- there with a vape, like, Oh God, no. No, no, no. you like <laughs> <laughs> maybe she was I drunk mean, I don't know I've never seen that come out of your from you so I think no good. never um, and ne- I'm just gonna say without a shadow doubt that will never happen okay um but I'm curious like from you like, do you actually think the medium was, like, picking up on something or, like, that she knew something she wasn't saying? Or, like, I guess, what's your gut check there? So my gut check is, and I'm so glad you asked this because I did want to talk about this. My gut check is sometimes I do pick up on stuff well in advance of the person yeah. I'm reading for, and they look at me like I have eight heads, and I'm like, dude, I have zero, like, investment in this, like, yeah. Why, I wouldn't, I'm not saying this to try and upset you. Like, I don't know how you're feeling about this person, this partner, yeah. this like, like you might be ready to walk away tomorrow. And that's what I'm seeing. But like, I'm seeing that this is something that is a possibility. So yeah. from my perspective, sometimes we pick up on, and I always say this, the out, the potential outcomes. That's why the future mm-hmm. is so hard to predict. Cause it's like based on thoughts, actions, decisions today, this could be the potential outcome that I'm seeing for you. Also, yeah. you have the free will of the other person involved that maybe they're, maybe was something that was going through Mauricio's mind at that time that we'll never know that he may never admit of mm-hmm. like that it wasn't going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's a tough thing when you're in readings to sh- one, to share that information. I also think it's pretty like anyone who's sharing it should be pretty careful about it or anyone who's yeah. even receiving that information, like be careful about it. You should always tune in and be like, does this feel like mm-hmm. a truth? Or is this something I even want to take on? Or maybe it's just something I want to follow away for like, okay interesting probably doesn't apply to me I'm just going to keep moving forward right Mm -hmm. um my gut check with this is that I think that medium was picking up on a potential outcome of them where they don't work out I also Mm -hmm. think it's interesting that it's Kyle's second marriage and they had been probably pretty newly into it at the time that she read yeah Kyle was married before her her first daughter from Farah from a separate marriage and a separate guy which is great whatever she they divorced and so she, so this is her second marriage. So yeah, maybe you get it right the second time. Maybe you don't like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and they were pretty early on in that marriage to, I think when this reading came out, um, it's, it's, it's tough. And this is what I'm saying. Like free, the free will of her and Mauricio is like, there's so, it's so far, like there's so much that could change in any given amount of time mm-hmm. that it's hard to predict like breakups for things. But I will say it has happened to me on a number of occasions where I've said something to someone and I'm like, I don't think it's it. Like I read someone's aura one time, this was years ago. And she had just started dating this guy. And they were so like similar. They had just started dating. And I said to her, and I didn't really know her. I mean, it was the first time meeting her. And I said, I don't know if this is your guy. And she was like devastated because she was like, I just met him where I'm head over heels. Like, I think this is it. Like, and not that she just met, maybe they've been dating for like six months Mm -hmm. or something or whatever. I don't know. She'd known him a long time. They just started, whatever. And I said, I just don't know. I'm like, I don't know usually means a no. Like if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I don't know. They're not saying it's a firm yes. They're not saying it's a firm no. I don't know. Fast forward like two years or a year and a half later, they're engaged, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I guess I was wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like three months before the wedding, they broke it off. And they're not uh, talking anymore. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, you always said you didn't necessarily see us together, didn't know. And I'm like, I know, but like, they were about to walk down the aisle before they mm-hmm. finally like, and who knows, they could have gotten married. And then it would maybe have been three years later that they broke up. Like this is where free will comes in and you can't like, it's too hard to predict those things. You just don't know. But what yeah. I think that medium was picking up on is that there's a chance that they may not work out. And that's all she was like trying to say. I think she said it in a really harsh way to Kyle and Mauricio, but that's what I intuitively think she was trying to say. I answered that in a really long winded way, but I've no, also said to people like, 
your brother's on the rocks with his wife. And people have been like, you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. Six months later, like my brother's getting divorced from his wife. I'm like, yeah, that one was clear as day. Like I knew that they weren't. And she's like, well, he didn't tell me anything. I'm like, not everybody tells you everything. You know what I mean? It's private. Yeah. It's private, which is why I think Kyle's reaction in that interview room afterward was a little weird. Like I think it hit a little too close to home, but she would never admit that because she was like, had over like supposed to be like magically in love with this person and whatever. Just the way she said it, I was like, "Mm, this doesn't really feel hundred percent authentic, but you know, I don't know. So I've also predicted the other thing where someone broke up with somebody and I was like, he's going to come back around. I'm like, I think this is your person. She's like, well, I can't be with him like this. And I was like, I totally agree with you. You need this break. But I'm telling you, he's, I see you guys getting back together. She was like, absolutely not. Fast forward a year later, they ran into each other and now they're engaged. Mm. (laughs) So I'm like, sometimes it goes the other way too, you know, but I just think that she was probably picking up on something that was going rocky back then. And I feel like this is a separate situation. 10 years difference is like a really long time for like someone to predict something. I don't know. It's just, yeah. 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 And it sounds like they're still together. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see if um, like anything else comes out about it. I'm also curious to know if they're filming because I know right now they're filming Buying Beverly Hills, which is like his show on Netflix with the daughters. Okay. But I don't think that they're filming Real Housewives right now. So I'm curious to see if it like plays out the season or like if we get yeah. any glimpse of it and like what actually happened because I don't think that yeah. we will until they film and the season comes out whenever that is um yeah but yeah very interesting the whole thing is just crazy it's also so interesting like how not you and I but like just generally people are so quick to judge because like yeah. somebody sent me a like a meme on it and I was like what do you think and they all of a sudden have never said this before ever but like they were like I always got cheater vibes from him I bet he cheated and I just I'm like we don't know you know what I mean I'm like yeah. we have no idea what happened yeah like, people are just so quick to make an assumption they're like yeah we got no facts we got nothing nothing we got nothing it'll be so interesting if it ever really comes out. I will say this on just like an energy note for the moment, which is to say that this year is a seven year and this mm-hmm. Friday tomorrow is a seven, seven, seven. So it's July, mm-hmm. which is a seven on the seventh and it's 2023, which is a seven year, right? So seven, mm-hmm. seven, seven and sevens are all about relationships and partnerships. And so it's funny that this all came out like this week. Yes. And I know a ton of people and not just like, part, I mean, it is relationship partnerships, but I know a ton of people that have gotten laid mm-hmm. off in the past few weeks from work, mm-hmm. like breakups with friendships. I'm moving across the, like, not that I'm breaking up with Chicago, but like moving across the country, yeah. like just huge, big shifts and changes are happening with this 777 portal. And yeah. if like your biggest thing is your relationship, then it's going to be tested right now. If your biggest mm-hmm. thing is where you live, then it's going to be tested right now. If your biggest challenger thing or like focus right now is your work, then it's going to be tested right now. Like yeah. it's just, it's testing you. It is. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that it's not meant to be. So back to Kyle and Marisa, it's not to say that they're not meant to be, but I do think they're being tested in their relationship in like a huge way. Just like a lot of other people listening to this podcast are probably like, oh my God, you're so right. Like mm-hmm. this area of my life is shit right now, or this is my favorite thing about my life and it's falling apart or whatever. But the energy of this portal is not necessarily to create all these endings, but it is to create a stronger foundation moving forward. And you can't have a strong foundation if you don't test it. Like, cause you could think it's strong and it's going to fall apart. Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of this energy that's coming in is interesting how it's playing out over like public relationships and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because that's the energy of this portal. And not to mention it's, it's, it could be breakups happening or things finally coming to a head over these next few weeks could also be people like falling in love or getting engaged and all that stuff too. But it does feel like it's like, it's like big, like it's like big shifts, big changes. It's like things long awaited or stuff that's maybe been like a year, year and a half Mm -hmm. coming. That's like happening now all Mm -hmm. at the same time. The is other there thing anything... is that... okay. sorry, go ahead. I feel like maybe oh, you're just gonna answer my question. Yeah. So. The, anything else happening that's coming in that I've been picking up on? 
yeah pretty much yep yeah all that we're aligned um no the other thing like I pulled cards for this for the for the community for the slightly switch community for this and I got like all the major arcana cards in the tarot decks these are like these like trump anything else that I would have pulled but this is really all that came out so I got the wheel of fortune card which is literally like Hmm. your choice it's like it's like dealer's choice it's like what do you want what what are you looking for um it's literally like you can be pointing in any, it doesn't matter which direction you're pointing in, just make sure it's one that you actually want. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, don't get mad at yourself. If you're like going after this job and then all of a sudden you got in there and you're like, wait, this is one that wasn't what I thought it was going to be like, this is the time to like vet and really like make sure you're pointing in the right direction of something that you really want and not just something that someone told you to want or things like that. Okay. The Wheel of Fortune is a very fast moving card. So I feel like also between now and the 888 like Lionsgate portal, which are actually already like in the window of in August, it's going to be very fast moving. Like things are going to happen fast. Mm-hmm. Things are going to happen quick. So if things have been feeling a little slow leading up to this. I just feel like that's a kind of like the drag. It's like the, I don't know. It's, it's just like the last bit before you really get going, like kind of on a roller coaster. Like when you get to the very, very top, it's like the slowest part. And then it yeah. like you go down you're like, oh my God, it's going so fast that's kind of where I feel like we're into this energy. It's like that last little bit. And then it's just going to like go like flying. Okay. Um, the wheel of fortune is also like abundance, happiness, manifesting. Like it's like, it's literally dealer's choice. It's like whatever you put that, um, saying of like, wherever your attention goes, energy flows. That is like the epitome of the seven, seven, seven portal right now. So if there were ever a day or a few days to not focus on the negative or not be speculating about other people's marriages, like this is the time to do mm-hmm. it. Like, it's just like, stop, don't, which may focus also be interesting. The fact, yeah. It may also be interesting. The fact that threads launched during this time, because maybe it will stay more positive because mm-hmm. people are going to start out that way. And then it'll just become that way. Yeah. And maybe it will just be more like fun and positive. Like who knows? Right. Yeah. Like we don't know. So the other card I pulled was a hermit card, which is like, you have everything within you to to carry on the journey and don't be afraid to like go inward. It's also about like protecting yourself, like boundaries, like setting up good boundaries for yourself. And I've been posting this recently, which is um, remember why the why behind boundaries. It's not just so other people don't infringe upon your energy, but it's also to create space for new people to come in. Again, we're in a seven year, which is relationships and seven, seven, seven is relationships, friendships, all the ships, mm-hmm. right? And so the boundaries, sometimes people are like, well, boundaries are tough because now I'm like alone or I don't want to hang out with or like, yeah, I'm, I'm like theoretically happier, but like I'm alone more. That's the hermit card. Yeah. Okay. You're alone more, but this period is going to be short and sweet because the next card I pulled for everyone was the empress card, which is essentially like the queen or higher than the queen. She's like the empress. She's like fully in charge, like embodying who you are. And by you being you and speaking your truth, those people are now going to have plenty of space to find you and come in and like be in your life. That's what this portal is all about. It's a lot of clearing, but it's also a lot of like, don't just focus on the things you're letting go of, but you got to stay focused on like the things you're calling into. Okay. okay. It feels very like the last thing I want to say is it feels very karmic. Like I feel like a lot of karmic loops are ending. So like if you're someone who's always like, I meet the same guy, like I'm single. So I'm use that. I meet the same guys. It's always the same story or like, they always like me more than I like them. Or yeah. they're always, I always meet people that are unavailable. Like they live across the country or they don't do this or they're too busy with their job or they're still attached to their ex or still going through like whatever, you know, mm-hmm. or I get these jobs, but it never pays enough money. And then I'm like always unhappy and I have to end up leaving or I end up getting these jobs, but then I ends up like closing or they're all, you know, whatever the story is, like yeah. whatever your loop is, this seven, seven, seven portal is about like ending those loops. Mm-hmm. It's like enough. Mm-hmm. And then the eight, eight, eight portal, I feel like it's starting new ones. Oh, I like eights that. Are infinite, eight is an infinity loop. So it's starting like a new loop for yourself. So seven, this is about like ending some of those karmic loops and those patterning that we have. And this eight, eight, eight portal in another month is going to be about starting new ones. Same with the wheel of fortune, right? Like this card is all about like what merry, well, merry around, whatever Ferris wheel, what, what wheel are you on? You want to get off of it's time to like release that, but all the cards were upright, which is telling me that like, basically destiny is like yours. Like it's your future. Um, Mm. and it's also a big time of like transformation. And I would just say like, uh, how do I put this? Like, you don't need other people to validate the things that you know in your heart that you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I mean, people need to hear that. Yeah. And this 777 portal going into 888 is going to be all about that. It's like, you don't need the validation. Yeah. 
It's funny because DJ and my husband and I were just talking about that on a walk the other day on, about how people now just need so much validation. And mm-hmm. it's like, sometimes you have to, well, most of the time, you should like look internally first and do your gut check. And then mm-hmm. if you need a second opinion or whatever, or go to your trusted person, you know, where you know there's no judgment, there's no... Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I feel like now it's like we crowdsource on every little decision yes. that makes it so murky. Yeah. And so challenging. And I think it yeah. just makes it really hard to like follow your own path because other mm-hmm. people's ideals, you know, bleed into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we were talking, I don't know what it was that we were, but anyway, yeah. So I, I like that. And I, yeah. I definitely feel that. So, and I think. The sooner we practice this now, the easier the next year is going to be because we Mm -hmm. had this as a side topic, but we'll just, we'll just briefly touch on it for today, which is the whole AI like tech thing. And like, I don't know if you guys saw the, um, oh God, was it Selena Gomez that they pictured at the Met Gala this year? Did you see? I think it was Selena Gomez. No. Okay. Don't call me. It was someone like that, but she hasn't been since 2018, but they, there was this picture that went viral of her at the Met Gala this year. Well, it was fake. It was doctored. It was actually Lily James's dress and body that they put her on, but it looked Mm, real AI. Like you could not, like people picked it up and were like, oh my God, look at it. How did we not see her at the Met? Why is this picture just not coming out? It's because someone faked it. And I feel like we're going to get so much of this. Yes, I think so too. And like you said, you have to gut check all the things that are coming through on social media and all these things. It's like, you just, you got to gut check it. Same thing with like the whole divorce thing. It's like, you got to gut check does this feel like truth? Does this make sense? Yeah. I, even when it's coming from something like people, whatever, like a, you got to gut check it. And I hate to say, you can't even trust the fact that multiple sources pick something up because they're just copying no, each other. You can't. They all copy each other. Sometimes word for word, they just lift things. Um, yeah. So it's like the only thing you yeah. have is your own internal truth meter. It's going to be a wild ride. I just, it's going to be wild. I'm, gonna, I'm predicting um, that now. I mean, anyone could probably predict that. That's not, I'm not, not new information. Yeah. I'm curious going, just touching upon the AI thing. If any listeners have specific questions about AI, please, please send them to us. Cause Cindy and I, at some point I would say within the next month are going to record an episode all about AI advancement and like relation to society, relation to jobs, relation mm-hmm. to like what Cindy's like picking up on around it. Cause I think, you know, like there's these two conversations that are happening around it. And one is like, this is great. We're going to progress forward so much. And then like the other conversation is like, you know, it's going to blow us up and it's going to take over society. And it's going to take all the jobs and it's, yeah. you know, becoming human and it's once again, it becomes hard to know like what to think about it because there's so much information on it and it's such a new topic that like, Mm -hmm. it's not even something like Mm -hmm. we're not AI experts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we have no idea what the actual like realistic capability is. So. Yes. May I also make a comment on that really quick? You just made me think of something when you said it's a new topic and like, there's not a lot of information on it. I was sitting, cause I'm, I'm in between houses. I'm moving from Chicago to New York and, um, I'm staying with my cousins and, uh, and my best friend and literally have the news on the morning, which I never watch the news. It's just not part of my routine, whatever. So I'm sitting in the house and I'm like glued to my phone. Like, I'm like, there's this new app. What the hell? Happened? I'm like texting yeah. you. I'm texting Lauren, the astrologer. I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, I'm like freaking out. And they're like, look, at my phone. and then I'm looking at one point. I look up at the news. I went, I was on the phone, on my phone, by the way, for like two, three hours this morning, trying to like do all the stuff and like figure anyways. Yeah. And I was answering Instagram and like doing email, whatever. So I look up at the computer, at the computer. Sorry. I look up at the TV at the news and I'm like, they're not talking about this. They're nobody was mentioning that there's this new app. I mean, now the evening news tonight, I'm sure if someone turned on your pot, someone's probably watching right now being like, well, they're talking about it now. I'm like, yeah, yeah but 8, 9 a.m. this morning when the news was on, today, she always like, I didn't hear a single comment about it. And in my head, I was just laughing. I'm That's like- crazy. That's there's crazy. new, we were watching like Kelly and whatever spaces, her husband yeah, and like Kelly uh, and, show. and before oh, that, yeah, so we watched yeah, like an yeah. hour-ish of that and nobody was talking about it. And I'm just That's like, crazy. 
you guys are live supposedly, but maybe you're not. So I don't know. My, this whole thing about news, I think is just such an interesting concept too, that like, I feel like the reason why I don't watch the news is because social media is picking up on stuff faster, sometimes to the detriment, like with Kyle and Mauricio, yeah. where it was too fast and they didn't fact check. But on the other hand, they're the ones talking about new stuff and new apps coming out before the yeah. actual like news is. And I realize it's not like late breaking, like no, you know, no one's dying. No one's like, there's no this, but they're also not really talking about yeah. that and Kelly and whatever anyways. Like, I feel like they would talk about this new app and they probably will tomorrow, yeah. but I'm like too late. It's yeah. old news. It's already, like, yeah, you're 48 hours. It already happened. There's yeah. 25 million people on it. Like, yeah whatever you said. I don't remember the number, but I don't oh, know. just a thought. Just maybe I'll put that on my thread. Yes. No, we should start a thread on it. I have some thoughts there too, that I find interesting, like right now. So number one, there's like a massive conversation happening in the communications world and in the influencer world and in the PR and brand world around should influencers be held to the same standard as journalists. Oh, that's interesting. And it, it started because of the whole Shein debacle. So, you know, Shein, it's like, it's like fast fashion on steroids. Like we're talking. Oh, are you talking about the people who were touring the factory? Yes. Got it. Okay. Continue. And literally Shein built like a fake factory to show them how amazing they're. Yes. And they paid all these influencers to come in and talk about how great it was and interview factory workers. And these influencers rightfully so got freaking slammed for it. Mm. And that really started the conversation of like, mm-hmm. should influencers be held to the same standard? I don't yeah. think they ever will be. I mean, technically there are like FTC laws around like declaring things as like advertising and, mm-hmm. um, you know, endorsements well, that, and what you can say yeah. and what you can't say. It's a lot harder to regulate in yeah. my opinion. Um, but so then you have things that happen like this whole Shein thing and it's just not regulated very well. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is I think like the, the accounts, like the very, like just using Kyle and Mauricio as an example, the very Bravo centric accounts, I don't think they cared whether it was real or not. Like, I think Mm -hmm. personally they did, like they were invested the same way we were like, no, not Kyle and Mauricio. Right. But I think they could give two shits on if they posted it. And it was real because their engagement and their following was going up so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, that like, I just don't think that they cared, but I think that that's no, something agree. to keep in mind as like a consumer of these types of mm-hmm. accounts and media is like, take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. So yeah super interesting so interesting but can um, we see where it all like I can't wait to see if they ever actually say they'll probably announce on the show or something like you said if they ever film it or talk about it like the yeah. first interview room's five big so let's talk about Some this issue. you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's just yeah it's just wild no it is there's definitely a lot that's happened in the last few weeks in the yeah. on the digital landscape um I also want to say just one more thing about sorry just came to me about the medium or the psychic who said that no. to them you're good and I'm just gonna add that a medium can be or a psychic astrologer whoever we can be as accurate as you know we can like our, our most accurate selves yeah. or whatever with a reading and be the most like unencumbered and like you know, not being influenced. And if the person in front of us or the person we're reading about or for is in denial or not living their truth or basically refusing and lying to themselves, then we're going to be wrong every time. Yeah. Because at least in the mediumship that I practice, and I, you know, I would like to think anyone who's as big as being on a Bravo show would be the same way. It's you want to believe that people are making choices that are in their highest and best good. Yeah. And that's the outcome that I either tend to share or I don't say want to share, but like that, that's what I would like, you know, you want to believe people are doing it. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, we could be as accurate as we want to be, but if the person's not being in their highest and best good or choosing 
not evil things, but just choosing things that are making them feel like crap or that they know are wrong, but they're just like too afraid to leave or they don't want to be alone or they're afraid of like, you know, exactly what happened with the divorce and like having all this backlash that they're going to stay together no matter what, because they just and live their own separate lives, but they don't, because they don't want to go through the divorce or whatever. Then that, then, then we're going to be wrong because that person is choosing something that isn't necessarily in their highest, best good, or isn't necessarily aligned with their heart and their soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that that is hard to predict. I mean, it's, you know what I mean? It's hard to predict that. Or I'll see clients who come to me and I'm like, there's something going on. There's something going on. There's something going on. They're like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Three years later, she was like, my husband's having an affair for the past three years. And I was like, yeah, oh. I told you there was something going on, but she just didn't want to see it. So it's like, again, it's like, yeah. I didn't want to be right, but there were her auras don't lie. Her aura and the reading was coming through was always like, there's something going on. I don't know what, but mm-hmm. you're not, there's something, your soul's not happy. And they just were there's like, no, you're wrong. Happening. You're wrong. I'm, I'm so happy. And I was like, okay, great. Like it's gotta be something else or just make sure you're tuning in. Like. I was helping her on finding other ways that make her feel better. But in doing all that, she then realized like, oh, I'm not happy because this person is cheating on me. So yeah. again, it's not that we want to be right, but if the people we're reading for are not being authentic or being true themselves or not choosing in their highest and best good for whatever reason, fear, judgment from others, then we're going to be wrong, you know, wrong yeah. in that like, so I don't know. I just wanted to add that little. Yeah, no, it's true. Which could be happening here. Like maybe the two of them are having an open relationship, Mm -hmm. but they don't want to say they're getting divorced, but they're just letting each other do their own thing. Yeah. Does that make sense happier? I don't know. Yeah. We might not ever know. We might not ever know. So. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. And now I like can't. Like I said, it is on a loop in my brain that I can't let go of. (laughs) I don't blame you. (laughs) Even in this podcast. I I (laughs) can't. Um, wait, so back to obviously okay. seven, seven, seven. Yes. Go ahead. A lot of change, a lot of things finally becoming fast moving. You mm-hmm. can finally share now that you're moving. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Yes. I will. We'll end with this. Um, yeah, I'm moving from Chicago to, uh, Westchester County, which is if anyone doesn't know a suburb of New York city, it's North of Manhattan. I will be about like 45 minutes by train into the city. And like, I don't know, like less than that in a drive. And I'll be like five to 10 minutes from a barn for Tosh. It's literally like horse country in the United States, at least horse country for what I do. Like obviously Kentucky is for horse racing. Cowboys are obviously out West. Hello, Yellowstone. You know what I mean? Like, but it's horse country for what I do with Tosh, which is hunter jumpers and equitation. That's where they're all like top Olympic, right? Or like right there. Like Jessica Springsteen has her farm right there. Oh, um, that's cool. yeah. Like, uh, I think, um, one of the main Olympic riders that has like a bunch of the, Oh God, I'm blanking on some of the celebrity names who live in the city who go up to him. Um, Gucci Westman. Do you know her? She rides up there oh, with yeah, them. Yeah. She's like a makeup yeah. thing. But anyways, like those types of people, like their farm and their horses are all up there. Like that's where their trainers are. So it's just like very close to the city, but it's horse country and it's beautiful. Yes. I mean, if you, you feel like you're in the English countryside. So yeah, I have been sitting on this for a while. I decided my lease is up in June, originally May. And I had to tell them in March and I was in Europe. Like we had just gone to Stonehenge and like my yeah. landlord's like texting, like, what are you going to do? And I was like, uh, and I just was like, I'm not happy. <laughs> like I have to practice what I preach. And I was like, I'm just not happy in Chicago. Like, I, I mean, I love my clients and I love my business and I love my horse and the riding, but like the rest of it just wasn't, I just, you know, I can't like live my life just only focusing on yeah. work and riding. Like I, there was more that I want to life. Right. So the last place I'm like really loving was New York. And I was like, I think I'm just gonna mm-hmm. go back. So I used to live there. I was there for three years. I moved there in 2013, was there for three years, moved to Chicago in 2016 for my corporate gig. And that's the other thing I can work from anywhere. Right. So I was there in 2016 to back to Chicago or to Chicago, lived in Chicago for the past seven years. And now I'm moving back to New York in 2023. So um, it's also funny that it's a 23, my birthday is the 23rd. So they say yes. that anything that has to do with like your birthday number, it's um, you're heading towards destiny. So it's funny oh. that I'm moving in 2023, which is the 23rd is my birthday. Yeah. It's heading toward, I mean, not on the 23rd because my birthday's in December, but it's like a destiny thing for me. Yeah. It's kind of cool. That's really cool. Um, Yeah. It's super cool. Um, And and without giving my address away, I'm moving to a seven number on my um, address. I know. And it's a seven year. So it's just like 
wild stuff, like some pretty wild, yes, crazy. You things, can't, though. it's the shit you can't make up. Yeah. You can't make it up. So, um, it took me a lot. That's what the testing, it took me a while to find an apartment. That's why I was back and forth in New York, but I'm excited. I'm going yeah. back to Chicago a lot, like at least like three or four times this year alone. And then next year for pop-ups and events. And I still want to be able to see all my clients and do auras. Eventually I want to have a yeah. camera in New York city and a camera in Chicago. So like hashtag goals. Right. So I have a lot of plans yes. for the future, but I'll Manifest still be around it. virtually. Yeah. I'm just excited for a change, a fresh start. I want my quality of life to go up. So I'm not going to be sitting in a car for an hour, two yeah. hours every day visiting yeah. Tosh. Like it's just, it's too much. It just was like, wasn't working for me. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So that's yeah. all the tea. Yeah. So I'm in the Yay. middle of it. Like my stuff's on a truck somewhere. Actually, I think my stuff's still in Chicago. I don't know where my stuff is. It's on a truck somewhere doing something. Um, yeah. So I'll keep you guys posted once it's all said and done. And when I'm ready to start doing pop-ups in New York, I will let you guys know. Yay. Yes. Yeah. You'll have to let everybody know because everyone will be yeah. excited. You got to practice what you preach. And yeah. I was like, I just feel like I'm not, I was like micromanaging. Yeah. I called it micromanaging my joy. I was like getting so critiquing of like me and talk and my riding with him. And I'm like, this is so fun. And I was like, I had to take a step back. I'm like, what is wrong? Like I just, and the self, like the message that came to me was like, oh my God, this is like the one thing keeping me like yeah. happy right now. And when something little goes wrong with it, I, yeah. it's like the whole world's crumbling, it's but really, I was like, yeah, but I'm like, wait a minute, this is not that big of a deal. Like we didn't win this thing or he got hurt this day or whatever. I'm like, this is, he's yeah. fine. Like, he's not dying, but I'm like, why am I, I'm yeah. like, Oh, cause then I can't ride. And that's the only thing that's bringing me joy this day. Yeah. And so I was like, Whoa, like that is not fair to him. That's not fair to me. It's not fair to my trainers. I had to do a real like 180. Yeah. And so I decided well, it's time it's good to you realized you know, it and like you look and like yeah. figure it out. Cause most people don't, you know? Yeah. It'll take some time. So, Oh, and the chime's going off again. No, it's, I, it's I actually like the noise. I heard that. I just heard it for the first time. We have like a wicked thunderstorm rolling through all of a sudden. Here, you do. It's so. supposed to, it's actually getting darker out right yeah. now in New York here. And I'm like, Oh, I think it's going to get old. It's going to be a thunderstorm. Yeah. But yeah. So yes, yeah, so I can finally share before, that I'm moving. Yay. Everyone doesn't have to keep it a secret anymore. Cause I wanted to be able to share it myself. Um, Yay, yeah. Any questions we can, I guess I can like answer most people were just wondering about Tosh because I posted I forgot to mention him yeah. I was like oh yeah he's coming he's gonna come he's just <laughs> I was overwhelmed with finding a place for me and moving and my business and all and I was like I can't I, I'm like he didn't yeah. have an expert like they're letting me go month to month essentially because my barn is okay. amazing how they recommend them um and so yeah I just that's good yeah so he's fine he's living his best life he doesn't know he helped yeah He's living his best life there. He'll live his best life in he New York. He'll... He only cares about his best friend who lives in the cell next to him. And that, that, that's it. Like the other day, the oh. other week when he like rolled and in, rolled into a fence, which they can like get hurt really badly that way. Yeah. Or I was like, he's trying to murder himself. And I was like, I think he's decided life is not worth living without his friend because he had been oh. gone at a show for a week. And I'm like, literally a week to the day after he left, Tosh is like rolling into the fence. And I'm like, please, like, Tosh, please. I'm like, please. I know. That's what I said. I was like, Come on, dude. And he was fine. He was very, um, I posted about it. Yeah. He's so sweet. So that's the all the baby. tea guys, the baby. Well, you'll horse. Have to let me know when he makes it, he yes. makes it down. Um, yeah. And I know we had a couple of like random items. I mean, this whole episode was random, but like we had this a couple of random This whole episode was so random lives. and I freaking loved it. Did Sorry, we already talk your... about the node switching? No, we did not. Okay. Why don't we do that in the next episode? Like I said, it's probably okay. be part two because I have not done astrology is not quite my thing as much. Okay. I just, we'll I kind of, it it's happening week. in July. I'll just spoil it. It's happening in July. Okay. I believe it's middle to end of July. Like by August, it'll be fully switched, which is funny about all this. Like, like I said about the karmic cycles ending and stuff with the seven, seven, seven and eight, eight. Cause I like to go back to energy portals a lot versus the astrology. But again, astrology validates a lot of yeah. the stuff that I pick up energetically. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, next week then. Next week, it's happening in July. It's a lot of the same themes that we were just talking about. I can get more of it, or we can have like Lauren give us a quick little like tidbit or something, and we can add it to the session yes. or the episode. That um, good. And then we can go from there. It's just it is a good thing. It's a good thing that the nodes are changing. A lot oh, of these babies coming in wanted the nodes to switch first because the nodes just speak to what your destiny is in life and what your karma that you're healing is mm-hmm. in life. Okay, so. Oh, okay. And we all get a little dose of like, okay, now we're working on this part of our destiny and we're healing this mm. part of our karma for the next, like, I think they switch every 18 months, but don't quote me. It could be like every two years. Okay. 
So like we're all getting, but these babies who are born during this time, it's like their whole lifetime is focusing on this destiny and healing this karma from the past. Just like we have a, you have a North node, I have a South node, like, or we yeah. each have a North node and a South node. So like my North node is always towards like, I don't remember what it is, a relationships partner or something. And then my South node is always about healing this one aspect of myself. And then mm, as the nodes switch throughout our lifetime, we all get a little hit of that. But when you're born in it, your whole life is focused around that. So you got to get it right. I'll have to go back and look at what mine. I have all my notes from like Lauren. I need yeah. to just go back and. I'm giving you the layman's version as well. Lauren's will be much more technical. That's how I describe it. So. That's our, our literally our house is like it's raining Shaking. so hard. You know when it's so windy, your house like it doesn't move, but like you feel the wind. Yes. Like that's what it's like. I'm like. Okay, maybe we should on? go and make but sure that anyway. you're safe. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm watching basement? it on the, I'm like, do you need to be in a basement? There. No, it's, we just get like these wicked thunderstorms and thank God, like it hasn't within the last week, at least there's no been, there's not been any like tornado threats or anything like that, yeah. which I will happily take. Um, but I think it'll just move through hopefully and yeah. dissipate, but we'll see. I've got my eye on the radar next to me anyway. Um, so all right I think that's all we got so if you guys have any thoughts a lot. I think so yeah on Kyle and Mauricio or threads or any of the things please send us a note and let us know um we have some really exciting guests coming up that I am really looking forward to like actually some pretty cool like big names um and some people that are returning for part twos that were on when we first launched which will be really neat um and all the things so yeah um did i forget anything son yeah all right it's great well as always thanks for listening yes thanks for listening and if you enjoyed listening to us please leave a review on itunes because it helps us reach new slightly spiritual community members and it just makes us smile which is always nice and we will see you next time bye guys bye